few podcasts ago, I talked about trauma bond and how you might be in a trauma bond with your borderline. In this podcast, I'm going to revisit it because I'd like to talk with you about what some of the behaviors you experience that indicate you are trauma bonded by your borderline. Welcome to My Inner Torch. What are some behaviors you experience that indicate that you have been trauma bonded by a borderline? And when did you know it happened? So here's a checklist of sorts when we talk about trauma bonding. And I would recommend that if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to my podcast that covers that subject, uh, why not check it out? It's definitely worth listening to because a lot of people wonder why we stay in the relationships that we have with our borderlines, be it a family member, be it your wife, your husband, a significant other. Why do we remain? And I do believe that some of it comes down to having a trauma bond because in the end, when we are not dependent on our mother or father any further, uh, you know, we leave the household, we suspect that they may have a personality disorder. Again, it's hard to label somebody with borderline personality disorder when they have not been professionally diagnosed. But we do in this day and age look on the internet and we look at all the symptoms and we look at all the cluster B personality disorders and we can certainly take and draw parallels and say, oh yeah, yeah, I see that symptom. Oh yeah, I I do see that behavior. So yes, we, we can cast that diagnosis, but We have to be careful and I have to be careful because I can't say, and that's why I always say my UBPD wife, my undiagnosed borderline personality disordered wife, because she has not been diagnosed by a professional. And so therefore I can't say with certainty that she has borderline, but I do believe that she does. And she also has narcissistic tendencies. So what are some behaviors that we experience that indicate that we've been trauma bonded by a borderline. And when did we know that it happened? Well, you know you're trauma bonded when you develop chronic anxiety and daily panic and still cannot leave the relationship. Borderlines can make us very, very anxious. They can put us in a panic. And for some reason, the thought of not being in the relationship with the borderline is just inconceivable to us. You also clearly realize that you do not want to stay with this person because you see their true destructive personality, but you still cannot leave. There's that bond. There's that glue that holds you in place. You're embarrassed for being in this relationship, but still cannot leave. Now, for some of us, if we do talk with other people and we explain to them how our significant other or our borderline behaves, uh, a lot of people will look at you and say, what are you doing? Why are you still in this relationship? So that's where the embarrassment comes in. I can't say that I'm embarrassed by being and continuing to be in my relationship, but I do know that uh, some people in the past have noticed uh, the behaviors and probably some people think less of me because they consider me to be weak. That's possible. You are aware that the relationship is damaging your health, 
your self-esteem, your present, your future, and your productivity, and yet you still cannot leave. You develop insomnia, migraine headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, depression, helplessness, isolation, despair, and yet you still choose not to leave the relationship. Now, these are physical manifestations of the abuse that you are in, that, that's being incurred by you. And I call it abuse because that's exactly what it is. It's not normal. It's dysfunctional. And yet we all, including myself, choose to stay in the relationship. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Your thoughts, your feelings about this, always welcome. I thank you for making this podcast one of the most successful in the category of borderline personality disorder. Please do share this with anyone who you feel is also kind of stuck in a trauma bond maybe trauma bonded in an abusive relationship that may not necessarily center around a borderline. This is more relational abuse. And I will discuss that further in upcoming podcasts because it may not just be a borderline. It may not just be a narcissist. It may not be somebody who's antisocial. It may not be a psychopath. But relational abuse is something that we should all be aware of. And it's something that we should not stand for. You don't want this person around your family and friends because you know the truth and don't want them to know you are interacting with this person, but you still cannot leave. You are aware this person is off, emotionally immature, abusive, untrustworthy, unstable, cruel, mean, dysfunctional, mentally ill, and yet you still cannot leave. This is relational abuse in a nutshell, a trauma bond. Why are we staying? You are aware that this person is all wrong for you and is wasting your time, energy, focus, resources, yet you still cannot leave. And for a lot of us, this goes on for decades, folks. It's not for months. This is for decades. This is why, for those of you who may be entering into a relationship with somebody who you suspect is abusing you, who may or may not have borderline personality disorder or another personality disorder, you know, when you start to see a pattern here, then get out. I will tell you that. And I'm not here to say whether you should stay or leave, but I will say that if you are in the early stages of a relationship with somebody and they are not a family member, I've received a lot of emails from people saying, what should I do? Get out. Get out while you can. Don't form a strong trauma bond. Don't be trapped in their emotional orbit or you will not have a choice. You're not sleeping, not eating, not working on your goals, neglecting family and friends. You know this is abnormal, yet you still cannot leave. You are aware that healthy love should not feel agonizingly painful and conflicting, yet you feel enormous pain but cannot leave. You are aware your personality is changing. You're suspicious, playing detective, riddled with self-doubt, ashamed, insecure, spent, exhausted. You start keeping your own secrets from him or her, and you know it's not normal, yet you cannot leave. You are aware 
you feel emotionally enslaved to this person. You feel you need this person to survive, yet you don't understand why you need him or her when all you're getting is drama, instability, abuse, chaos, and emotional physical pain, yet you still cannot leave. So we are aware that these people are hurting us. And trauma bonds uh, are interesting because sometimes people form trauma bonds with somebody who has kidnapped them, somebody who has physically enslaved them. They form trauma bonds with, with their captors. And you think, how is this possible? Yet, you and I are in a relationship that can be described as dysfunctional and abusive, and yet we choose to remain. How is that? You know that this relationship is dysfunctional. You know that this relationship is abusive. And yet, you and I choose to stay, to remain. You are aware that your life and future could potentially be in jeopardy if you don't escape, but you remain nevertheless. And here is an important point. You are aware you deserve better, yet you cannot leave. This is when you know that you are trauma bonded with the borderline. Okay? So I hope this gives you something to work on, something to be introspective, because Maybe we cannot change the borderline. Maybe we cannot change the people who are abusing us, but we can change ourselves. We can heal ourselves. We have the power. We should not be dependent on them. Because if that's the case, it's more than a trauma bond. It's an obsession. It's our desire to try to show a borderline that the world is not such a bad place and we will fail miserably in that objective, if that's your objective. If you're trying to show them that you love them, that you care for them, that you will be there for them, whatever you do will not be enough. Understand that. You will die trying and yet you will incur hurt, rage, and relational abuse, because that's what it is. No matter where it's coming from, it's relational abuse. It's somebody who is abusing you emotionally. And, you know, I have to say that I don't know which is worse. I've thought about this. And again, myinnertorch at gmail.com, your thoughts, welcome on this. What is worse? Is it worse for somebody who beats you? Or is it somebody who actually emotionally abuses you and neglects you. Because I guess beating, you can say, okay, I'm going to get away from this. I don't want to be beaten up anymore. But when it comes to emotional abuse, for some reason, we come back for more. We withstand it. But understand that it's not without its ill effects. Complex post-traumatic stress disorder is a real thing. It is not just reserved for people who have, who have observed a terrible thing. It's not just for soldiers who have been in battle. It's for people like you and I who constantly endure rage, gaslighting, emotional manipulation. So in the end, you have to step back and say to yourself, how can I help me? 
because that's what you need to do. You need to heal yourself. And if that means that you heal yourself while still enduring the relationship that you're in, that's okay. Or leaving and feeling and healing because that's what we all deserve. And we all do deserve to be emotionally fulfilled. We deserve to be loved in the way that we want to be loved. And how is it that we always seem to feel that we have to show love to get love? Well, yeah, it should be a two-way street. But when you show love to a borderline, they can't process it. In their minds, they're not worthy of it. And so therefore, they push you back. They push you away, but yet they pull you close. It's an oxymoron and it's very difficult to deal with. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Thank you for making this podcast an ever-growing one. I think we're on to something here and I hope that you'll tune in again soon. Every Friday, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, new episodes uploaded. And I really do appreciate your listenership and I appreciate you. Be well and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my inner torch.